0: oh gnarly dude looks like you just went overboard
1: what's up everybody welcome back to overboard i'm your host jenny and this is your host anthony
0: oh yeah (laughs) hi i'm anthony
1: (laughs) oops and this is overboard I think I already said that. But uh, yeah, welcome to this week's episode. You want to get into it? Let's get into it. All right. So on today's podcast, we're going to be going over some unsolved mysteries because it just sounded like a fun thing. I'm into like crime shows and stuff like that. Um,
0: so yeah, we figured we'd uh, pull up some unsolved mysteries for you. Um, found a couple of these on Reddit. Um, this one is fairly new and this, in, this interested me. So put on your wetsuits cause we are actually about to go overboard. All right. So they found a site under the surface of Lake Michigan. It's about 40, 40 feet below the surface of Lake Michigan. Right. And they, you know, took sonar equipment and found underwater stone structures that are positioned in an organized circle, just like Stonehenge. That's what exactly what they say. They say, it's very similar to Stonehenge in it. The stones have been believed to be about 10,000 years old. Um, What I think is really remarkable though, is it's 40 feet below the surface of Lake Michigan. So you know, however many, you know, especially for those of you who are Michigan, Michiganders, you know, that the great lakes were carved out by massive glaciers. Um, and that's why the great lakes exist today. So the question is if these stone circles are about 10,000 years old. Um, that means that this area must have been flooded at some point and become part of Lake Michigan. So the question is, when did that happen? And when did the erosion allow for water to seep into that area that deep? But here's what's spooky they found on one of the stones, it was a boulder, right? And they found a, a picture, a picture carving of what they believe is a mastodon. A uh, mastodon is basically a woolly, woolly mammoth, for those of you, you know, who don't know. And I did not know that. So they're wondering now if this area of the Great Lakes, in you know, ten thousand years ago, was a place where they would track mastodon through. But they're not a hundred percent sure exactly what the purpose of these you know, stones were. It could be a ritual site. They think Stonehenge is a ritual site. They think this could be a ritual site or this just could be, you know, some like funky art installation, right? Um, what's even more puzzling about this is they don't normally find, you know, they call them petroglyphs. You, They don't normally find carvings like this this far north well i guess in the upper midwest especially in the michigan region so this is kind of like the carving that they found and these stones are a huge anomaly Uh, and it's funny too because the national like the there's a american indian association that is safeguarding the location of this so only the scientists and the american Indian Association notices because they don't want swimmers down there, divers going around and messing it up. So the location is top secret
1: hmm. and
0: kept from the public. I found that pretty fascinating.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, the next one we found, and this is actually also very uh, fairly recent, and it's made some headlines in Utah in the Red Rock region where there's tons of plateaus and you know cliffs and caves and all that uh, they found a very smooth triangular uh triangular prism monolith that okay, is
1: Wait, stop. What is a monolith?
0: A monolith I, I don't really know the exact terminology of a monolith <laughs> but what a monolith is is I just imagine like some kind of pillar, right? Um, Yeah, a pillar. So So this, this pillar is about 10, uh, 10 feet tall, uh, 10 to 12 feet tall. They say in the vertex, the, sorry, I don't think I use that term, right? The, (laughs) the point of the triangle points into the center of the cliff where it's two, cl- I can't really illustrate this. It's two cliffs that meet.
1: I'll, I'll put a picture there's up here. a cr-
0: Yeah, there's a crack in the cliff. So the arrow points at this crack in the cliff face, uh, the rock facing, right? Yeah. And they don't know what it is. It's literally smooth, shiny metal. And this was found by some big horn sheep counters uh they were flying over in a helicopter and i guess that's how they count big horn sheep <laughs> got big horn sheep yeah um that's how they count them and they flew over and saw this shiny pillar in the middle of a remote area in the desert they're extremely confused as to why it's there they went and took pictures the utah department of Public safety, they don't even know what it is. They think it's unusual. But here's the kicker. They found it in around the Salt Lake City area. Um, is, I, I don't know if that's actually in Utah. I thought that was in Nevada. Maybe I'm giving you fake news. No,
1: no, no. Salt Lake City is in Utah. It is? is?
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, anybody who knows, that's kind of like around the region where they think Area 51 is. Wink, wink.
1: So my question is, though, like, is this a... nor Like, has this place that they found this monolith at, is this a normal location that they go to count sheep in this monolith just, like, all of a sudden... is there now, like, randomly? Or have they never, like, got... Has nobody ever seen that part of Utah? You know what I mean?
0: I, I'm assuming this is an area that these... Bighorn herders, no. Um, counters, no.
1: So that means that this would have just all of a sudden appeared there,
0: right? And so, um, after checking Reddit, Reddit tried to debunk this thing and tried to, you know, do their super sleuthing like Reddit does. They found that this area, well, the miles surrounding this area is where some of the filming of Westworld was done and some are they, you know, they filmed some Western old Westerns there, but what doesn't really make sense is if it's old Western, why would it be a giant metal, you know, steel pillar? It doesn't make any sense, but what they are, but what they're saying about the filming of like Westworld. Yeah.
1: I was going to say that's not, That's well, it's 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 futuristic, right? So
0: that makes sense to me. But it is not the exact location that they used to film, and it's highly unlikely that anybody from the film crew would have left this because this pillar is buried into the ground. So it it couldn't just be some random prop, right? And personally, I've watched Westworld you know it's a great at least the first season was amazing
1: yeah
0: there's I I don't remember seeing any silver metal pillar just like that you know what I'm saying so I don't really believe that and this was found like within the last couple weeks so this is really fairly new so I'm very interested to see what this becomes
1: yeah I don't know I feel like it very could have or Oh my gosh, I feel like it very easily could have just been something left behind.
0: Like a film prop? Yeah. I mean, that's possible. I wouldn't doubt it, they, especially if that's an area that's used for filming. I just think it's weird, you know, I, especially if this is an area where these sheep counters have actually surveyed before. Right. Because if that is something that has just popped up recently, Westworld was filmed a while ago, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, is it a place that's normally um, surveyed by them, or is it just, like, they just randomly drove or flew over that part?
0: They, I don't know. They, They didn't bring that up, but they did say that this is a very tough spot to get to on vehicle and on foot, let alone... You know, if this is a solid pillar, it's probably, like, hundreds of pounds, if not thousands of pounds of weight. So. Yeah. I don't know.
1: How did they get there?
0: Unsolved mystery.
1: There's been a lot of those um, theories, especially, like, recently about, like, 2012 and, like, how, like, the universe, when 2012 hit. Uh, we'll have to do a whole episode on this, but where we like transitioned into an alternate universe, so oh, like all of the um Mandela effect stuff that you see, like actually was what we think it was, but when we transitioned into the right. alternate universe, that's why people born later like don't know what we're talking about. You know what I mean?
0: Right. Dude, that would be crazy, because I remember also, like, Matthew Lillard, mm-hmm. there was a rumor that he died, and I don't think he's dead, and it was around that time, too. Like, I remember there was all these people that were said to be dead, like, on Facebook and on yeah. Twitter, and then all of a sudden, they're just, like, not dead anymore. I don't know. I personally believe maybe the world did end in 2012, We go into a universe, uh, alternate universe, or... You know, like, what if, yeah, what if we just all died in 2012
1: and somebody saved us with assimilation? I don't know if I believe we all died.
0: All I'm saying is things have been pretty weird since 2012 and 2016. I think something happened in 2016 because that was the next weirdest part. And then now we're just living in... I don't even want to know we're just living a nightmare (laughs) apparently so
1: yeah we'll do a whole episode on that because I think that's funny or like a fun fun topic I don't necessarily believe in that kind of stuff but I think it's just interesting to hear all the theories
0: anything is possible
1: yeah honestly uh okay well we'll move on to the next mystery which this one's actually like a unsolved um Crime missing mystery. case, yeah, yeah, like crime, crime type stuff. Uh, so this is the story of the Springfield Three, and basically, what happened is in June of 1992, three women went missing, presumably in the middle, early hours of the morning. Um, so f- it was a 47 year old, uh, named Cheryl. A 19-year-old named Susie and an 18-year-old named Stacy. Now, Stacy was a friend. Susie was uh, Cheryl's daughter. Um, so they were all pretty like old, like old enough, like full grown. Like, you know,
0: they're adults for sure. Yeah,
1: they're adults. Anyhow, so what happened was it was their graduation. It was Susie and um Stacy's graduation night and so there were a lot of things going on like open houses and parties and stuff and this was in 1992 again um and the two girls stacy and susie had been at their friend janelle's house for a party and they were supposed to spend the night there but they decided to go home because they um It was just too crowded too many people and they wanted to get a good night's sleep because they had plans with Janelle and Janelle's boyfriend to go to a amusement park the next day. And so what happened was they left and they at like, I think, two o'clock in the morning from Janelle's house around two is what they said um, in the reports. And so they assume that they got home by three o'clock. So there's a gap of time that isn't accounted for from around three o'clock in the morning, which is when they were presumed to have gotten home to around nine o'clock in the morning when Janelle and her boyfriend showed up at their house. And the reason that Janelle and her boyfriend showed up at the house is because, like I said, Janelle and her boyfriend and Susie and Stacy were all supposed to go to an amusement park the next day. And Janelle had been calling them and calling them and calling them because they didn't have cell phones and stuff. They were using landmines and they weren't answering. So they just decided to drive over there and see what was going on. So when they got to the their house, they walked up and the first thing that they saw was the um porch light had been broken but the light bulb itself hadn't so the like casing around it had been broken but nothing else which was odd and then they walked into the house the door wasn't locked which to me wasn't it was a little weird like why wasn't door locked but also it was a different time so back then I don't know I mean it wasn't that long ago but back then I don't know that it was as prevalent to lock your doors um at night as it is now And so, anyhow, they walk in and they see the house is pretty tidy, looks normal like it normally did. But all of the girl's stuff was there. All three of the girl's cars were there. The mom's and the two daughters or two kids were all their cars were there. All of their purses were sitting together in the same spot, which I thought was weird. Some people think that it wasn't weird because they were going to an amusement park and maybe they were just making sure everything was prepped for the next day. But I, I don't know. Probably not. Lining up your purses. And um, then Stacy, the friend, all of her clothes from the night before that she was wearing had been folded up neatly and put um, like in a corner somewhere. And they had a dog. And they said that when they walked in that the dog was very agitated, more so than normal. Which, again, another weird thing, like, the dog is more agitated than normal. You've got the purses sitting in the stack. Stacy's clothes are all ready. And they look around the house, and it looks like the beds were all slept in. Like, they had been there. They had come home. They had slept. Um, Obviously, they had changed. Um, And so that's where, like, they started thinking, oh, like, something's up. But here's the weird thing to me. Janelle and her boyfriend didn't call the cops or anything which to me I mean I don't know if I would call the cops or not because like
0: I mean at that point you can't really tell if there's like a sign of struggle like maybe they just went for a walk like I don't know where these people like live or what their neighborhood looks like but you know they could have just went for a walk and went for coffee but
1: yeah, it but also like, wouldn't
0: make sense to leave your purse if you yeah, were going to go out. Yeah, all their purses
1: out. in their car, like they yeah. had a car that they could have went to and all their purses were there and like it just didn't make a ton of sense. And then, um, so the boyfriend swe- starts sweeping up the shards of glass from the front porch and he cleans that up and then they basically just leave. That's it. And then a couple hours later, like in the afternoon, the mom of Stacy shows up because her Daughter hasn't checked in, was supposed to be home, and she gets there and sees everything, and then that's when she thinks something's going on. And so she goes to the landline, and there's a message on the machine. Oh, I forgot to mention this. We're going to backtrack a little bit, sorry. But when Janelle and her boyfriend were there, there was a call on the landline, and they picked it up, and it was some guy like making derogatory statements on the phone and then so they just hung it up like it was a prank call basically and so when the when janelle's mom got there she went to the landline and there was a message on the recording that she listened to said it sounded like the same thing but when she went to call the police off the landline somehow that message got deleted so it was like the evidence was erased from that. So two calls from the same person, like, you know, the prank caller are on the phone, but it gets deleted. So the police don't have anything to go off of. And then the boyfriend also sweeped up all of the glass. glass. Cards, so right. that disturbed the evidence. So then when they get there, by the time the cops got there, like people had already been there and messed with evidence, right. and you know, cleaned up and stuff. And there were other people that were going in and out throughout the day because friends and stuff were worried. And so there yeah. just wasn't much to go off of. Anyhow, so that's just like basically the main part of the story. They just up and disappeared. Um, But then that same year. A couple months later, they get a call to, there's a call to the um, America's Most Wanted hotline that says that it, they have information on the disappearance of the three girls. But when the operator went to get more information, the phone call was somehow disconnected. And um, so that was it. That's all they got. Um, but on the call, the guy said that the three girls had been buried under a parking garage structure before it had been built um
0: yo that's demented dude
1: and so what they did so they looked into it a little bit but they obviously couldn't dig up an entire parking Parking garage. garage right um so they used um sonar machines and there were three abnormal structures that could resemble a body but obviously they can't dig up the parking garage so there's no evidence that it's actually them or Mm -hmm. actually even bodies um but just weird that he would say that and they went there and there were three body looking
0: yeah but you probably wouldn't be able to tell
1: Mm -mm. and then they're
0: all covered in cement and stuff
1: and then years after that in 2017 um there was a guy who said that he would disclose more about what happened with the three people and how they died after his mother died, and uh, which was really weird. And he was already in jail for another thing, so he was saying that he had information on more on their bodies. But years later, which is really really strange, so then there's theories that the guy who called. The phone when left the message and called the phone while the people were in there were the ones that took him. And was this guy who saying that he has information on or like knows that they're dead? Yeah, um, so there's the theory of him, but here's where I'm confused like, I still think that there's something fishy about Janelle and the boyfriend. Like, I obviously, like, obviously, they were young, so it's like, what do you do in that situation? But it's like. If I walked to me, just thinking about it logically, Janelle was the last person to. Like they were supposed to be at Janelle's house. Right. So like
0: they were the Janelle was the last person to see them. Yeah. Before they got home to, you know, to their house.
1: So they were at Janelle's house. So my thought like janelle said that they left because there were just too many people but my thought is like maybe something else happened at the party
0: yeah. the two girls
1: wanted to go home and then they got mad or something and went in and like you know did something to the entire family like followed them home or something
0: that would be messed up though. well
1: because my thing is like you're there it's three adult women right and one person comes in, and you're not gonna, there's no, no, signs it'd have of a to be fight.
0: multiple people unless,
1: and there's no signs of a fight. And my thought is like, most people wouldn't fight if they, it was somebody that they knew. Right. They're like, oh, like, I can get myself out of this. Like, I don't need to take any drastic, like, make any drastic moves, you know?
0: And why would they sweep up the broken glass?
1: Well, I guess they just, I don't know. The boyfriend said it was because it was dangerous. It was on the porch, and I don't know. But, like, yeah, that's what my thought was. Like, they were the first ones at the house. They were also the last ones to probably see them that night, the night before when they left the party. And then they didn't call the cops or try to call Stacy's mom or anything, which was fishy to me, so... I don't know. I still think there's something she between well, those Well, and two. you
0: said too like that the Janelle girl, she got a phone call while they were at the house.
1: Well, yeah, but it's like how do you know they were telling the truth?
0: Well, in, but like-, like that's even creepy in itself because that means if Janelle got that phone call while they were investigating the house, that means whoever
1: did it if it wasn't that was
0: still like watching the house or watching them or yeah so i don't know yeah that it's weird because why would they get a phone call
1: yeah and then there was another phone call around the same time that the voicemail was left when the mom came in yeah so it's like obviously somebody was watching it but i still think it's fishy that janelle and them didn't Like, if I walked into a house where three people were supposed to be and none of them were there, but all their stuff was there, I'd be a little like, I'm going to call Stacy's mom or I'm going to, like, call one of my other friends and, like, see if they know where they are, you know, something.
0: Yeah, it didn't really, it doesn't sound like Janelle and her boyfriend asked too many questions about, Mm -hmm. you know, where their friend could be.
1: Yeah. But then you got the fear, like this guy who comes out and says that he knows where the bodies are and stuff. So then it's like
0: So like that was in like the nineties though. So that guy, did his mom ever die and did he come forward? Or I he do- just, it there's no more say. on that story?
1: Yeah, there's no more on it. Dude, that's that wild. So Yikes. literally just disappeared and
0: That's the stuff that scares me too. Like people just get abducted and like are never seen again, and there's literally like nothing anybody can do
1: yeah about but it my th- like i'm just trying to think like if they're they're three grown adult girls like in no struggle right you know like who the, i mean maybe if they had a gun wouldn't it struggle but like if it's three against one like
0: well and it almost like if it was there was no sign of struggle in the house what about the surrounding area right was there right. a sign of struggle? like in the yard by the cars or something because yeah. like if there's no struggle in the house i what that tells me is that whoever uh you know took them
1: mm-hmm.
0: had to been somebody they know and that's usually how it goes somebody that when people get abducted or you know like unfortunately sexually assaulted or something like it's usually not by a random person is by somebody they they know, know yeah. and trust So, you know, if that's what it tells me is that they either had to know the person or maybe whoever did it got them to come out of the house, all three of them somehow, which wouldn't really make any sense because, you know, if I was the mom, right, like, yeah, I would be the one going out. And then how would the girls know that I'm in trouble or something? Yeah.
1: Like, and, like, the only thing I could think of, like, he killed one of them in the house. And then that was how he gained leverage on the other two. Because he was like, I'll kill you, too. But then it's like, where's the struggle? Like, right. Well, you the... would find
0: evidence, too. Yeah. Like, unless this person's just, like, you know, like, Dexter and yeah. knows how to kill a person and yeah. completely cover it up. Right. I don't know. That just, yeah.
1: And then there's another thought, like. Did this person was this per, did this person know that these the two girls were coming home and followed them home, or was he initially just going for the mom the mom right? and they happened to be there, and then
0: I don't know that's a you know that's a good question. It definitely sounds like it must have been planned though. If oh for sure like it for them to have Janelle's phone number and to be able to call that that tells me that it's somebody that they know
1: it wasn't janelle's phone it was the landline in the house oh so they called the landline inside the house which is even weirder that's
0: just still scary because that means that they're being watched right
1: Yeah. yeah
0: and i don't i think if i got a phone call answered a phone call like that I would be weirded out Mm
1: -hmm.
0: as to like. That would make me think something's up if I don't find my friends and then you got somebody calling who's like saying like nasty statements and making like sexual innuendos and stuff like that would like that would would be like if the purses and the broken glass and the in the you know, the cars and the doors being unlocked if that didn't like raise any questions you know like the phone call definitely would
1: right and like i i just feel like there have to be multiple people involved because like how do you
0: no you you don't abduct three people and yeah and be one person right i i I, that just doesn't doesn't sound right Mm -mm. So,
1: there's so many questions about it because it's like, where did they go? Like, did it happen early? Did they actually sleep there? Like,
0: or did it happen like, yeah, like they get followed home and then it just immediately happened. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I wonder, it like, could it have been a neighbor too? Like,
1: that'd be a honestly easiest way. Right. Just take them into your house. Nobody's going to look in your house
0: for like, them. Even say like, "Oh, you want to come over for I made coffee or something." Let knock on the door say like, "Oh, I made coffee or something." And then, yeah. then they they come over to your house. Right. Or like, "You want to come over for this and that?" Like somebody they know, right? right. Like
1: So many questions. I just thought it was like a really interesting case and then like also like the fact that they could possibly be Buried under that uh grass. Yeah, and- because there's
0: no there's no like confirmate. It doesn't sound like there was confirmation of that. Those were even their bodies. No,
1: like it could have been somebody else's.
0: Dude, that's scary. So yeah, the guy though, like it had to have. wouldn't they just arrest the guy who made the phone call?
1: But they n- didn't ever find out who it was. Really? Mm -mm.
0: Like, they didn't find out who made the phone call to the authorities and journalists? No. 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 Mm
1: -mm. So, like, basically all the evidence that they had just...
0: Went away. That's scary, dude.
1: So, that's why I wonder, like, was somebody that was in the house in on it because they could have went in and cleaned up, like, you know, the the evidence and then just said that they were going to check on going to like Janelle
0: and the boyfriend yeah yeah because honestly I'm sorry but like even if there was broken glass on the on the porch but I don't know like I'm sorry but like (laughs) if I'm the boyfriend of you know Janelle right and I see broken glass on somebody else's porch like I'm going to grab a broom and sweep it up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Not a no. I don't care about this person's house.
1: Well, like, well, in I feel like people back then might have been a little more. In the 90s, me, so.
0: bullcrap. <laughs> it's not that long ago. People are still just as lazy and shitty. Well, and that begs the question, you know, he's got to know where the broom is or have found a broom or looked around. Because like, it sounds like they looked around.
1: Well yeah, because they were in the house. Like they saw the dog. Right. All of that, so.
0: But yeah, I still I don't think I would sweep broken glass off the porch. Maybe kick it to the side.
1: Yeah, I don't know. The whole thing's just a little bit just slightly off, like to the point where it's like, well, it like, could be like other people right. or it could be
0: Because it just sounds like whatever happened didn't take place in the house. Mm -mm. So that means that they were made to exit. I don't know, man. This is one of those weird unsolved mysteries. That's scary.
1: Mm It really is.
0: Well, guys, that's all we got for you today. We will be seeing you next week with some top-notch quality content. Yes, yes, And...
1: As always, head over to our Instagram, Overboard X podcast. That's Overboard, the letter X, podcast. Give us a follow. Stay updated. Let us know what you guys want us to talk about on our podcast. You can also text us. We have a number that's always in all of our descriptions. Uh, you can also call us and leave us a voicemail on that number if you want to. All the things. All the things. All the fun. And we have a lot of good content coming for you. So make sure if you're watching this on YouTube to subscribe or if you're listening to this on whatever streaming platform you use to um, follow.
0: Yeah. And if you're using iTunes, leave us a review because that's how uh, we get found. We get found by reviews on iTunes. You can't really do that on Spotify. Yeah. Um, Just follow us on Spotify and uh, tell your friends, tell your family. Hide your kids. Hide your your wife. wife.
1: (laughs) We'll see you next time, guys. Bye.
0: Deuce. We'll get to steadier waters eventually.